0: Behavior. Tell your neighbor kingdom behavior.
1: Kingdom behavior. Yes,
0: and I made you understand that the way you behave in the kingdom talks about you a lot. You see, um, the third president of um, United States of America one day said that. I judge a man by the way he says, I judge a man's religion by the way they behave. The way you behave, the way you act, both in church and out of church talks a lot about you. Most of the time in the house of God, everyone looks holy, pure, sanctified, ready to go to heaven but outside of the four walls of the church the behavior is pretty different but our prayer and our desire is that our behavior in the house of god shall commensurate whatever else that we we do outside there somebody shout amen to that amen yes that as we allow ourselves to be worked on by god we do our best to also reflect Him out there as we go out amen Amen. so i dealt with how we need to be very good believers in the house of god how you need to as a child of god exercise self-control as a child of god have perseverance as a child of god exercise brotherly kindness I also talked about how as a child of God you need to manage the things you say and how you say it. Amen. Yes, I talked about managing what you say and how you what you say, you say it. Yes. Amen. Yes, the Bible says conduct yourself with, with wisdom in your interactions with Unbelievers make the most of each opportunity. He says, let your speech be at all times gracious, pleasant with sword, so that you will know how to answer everyone. That is Colossians chapter 4, verses 5 to 6. And the Bible says, let no corrupt communication come out of your mouth. So we talked about all that. And last week, we continued on the same principle of kingdom behavior. And another thing, the other thing I talked about also is as a kingdom believer, you must learn how to avoid gossip and false witness. Somebody say false witness. False witness as a child of god it is not right for you to say i was there when you were not there some christians literally lie in the name of god and even swear slash their uh, forefinger on the ground and say i swear i was there but actually they were not there amen it is not godly it is unscriptural it is not right as a child of god to lie and uh, bear false witness. Tell your neighbor false witness.
2: False
0: witness. Yes. Some people lie to make themselves look good, and uh, either way, it is still not good. They don't have a house in Mombasa. They say, me, I have built a mansion in Mombasa. They have not even bought a a block, um, a bag of cement. They say they have a house in Karen hallelujah see all those unnecessary lies in an attempt to make yourself look good and let people feel like you have arrived it is not godly tell your neighbor it is not godly
1: Godly.
0: in fact look at them as if you are angry and tell them stop lying lying. yes kingdom behavior as part of kingdom behavior we are supposed to stop what lie yes all forms of lies in whichever manner and form is not good and the other part we talked about kingdom behavior last week is as part of the kingdom behavior you must be a giver and a tighter somebody say be a giver
1: be a giver
0: and a a tighter yes you must be a giver and you must be a fighter and uh, i said anything you do that will bring a blessing to you. The enemy will find a way to stop you from doing it. Prayer coming to pray all night here during Kesha would transform your life and push you forward. The enemy will give you reasons why you can't come when the enemy knows that you are i mean there is something you can do that will benefit you the devil will give you reasons why you can you shouldn't do it and one of them is giving and i said to you in this life most of the difficult adventures are the ones that produce the highest results the most difficult and challenging adventures eventually most of the time yield the greatest results. So the enemy has come to know this so he will give you reasons why you shouldn't do what you do. The enemy will tell you don't fast. It is not necessary for you to fast. There is no need for you to pray. There is no need for you to give. There is no need for you to be a tighter. And I made mention of the Father, I mean, in this kingdom, everything you give come back to you as a fruit. Say, everything I give comes back to me as a fruit. Yes, and you need to learn how to distinguish your seed from your bread. Amen? You need to learn how to distinguish your seed from your bread. Anything that comes to you, part of it is a seed and part of it is your bread. They are part of your money that you are supposed to spend on yourself. If any man of God tells you that every money you get, bring it to the house of God, that person is not helping you because some of the money you get, you must spend it on yourself and your family. Look at your neighbor and say, we must spend money on ourselves and our families no 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 look at them no they are people they postpone their happiness do you know what it means to postpone your happiness oh when i make money i will enjoy and they keep saving the money and they keep saving the money and they keep saving the money and they never enjoy their own money tell your neighbor neighbor the man of god says we must enjoy our money you know people they have some people have money but even going on holiday in a nice hotel is a problem. Amen? Yes. In the UK, some years back, there was a man who died. And after his death, there was, a, there was about 170,000 pounds under his bed. And he was living in a single room, a box room. And he... He was. He died. Guess what? What he died of? He died of malnourishment. He was only eating. There is a rice called um, um, oil rice, like fried rice. That's all he was eating. He died of malnourishment. And there was a lot of money under his bed. Why? Because he was saving the money and postponing his happiness. Tell your neighbor, don't postpone your happiness.
2: Don't postpone your happiness. Yes.
0: Next year, believe God that you also you go on holiday. And you also, you take pictures and show us that at least you are enjoying life. Amen? Yes. In as much as you must spend money on yourself, there is also part of your money you must learn to give to the Lord. Amen? Yes. Because it's not everything that comes to you that is for food. Some of it is meant to be your seed. And I said, don't eat your seed because if you eat your seed, you are eating your future. Yes, don't eat your seed. If you eat your seed, you are eating your future. The next slide I said, your seed will always come back to you as a, as a fruit. Your seed will always come back to you in a multiplied form. If you take a corn seed and you plant a corn seed, the corn seed will grow to become what? A corn tree. That every corn tree has an average of three to four corn crops on it. And every corn cup has about 800 corn seeds on it. So one corn seed can grow to become one corn tree that has about 800, three corn cups on them. So if you multiply three by, by what? By 800, it comes to what? 2,400 corn seeds, one single corn seed, was able because the farmer sold it was able to produce over 2,400 coins, and that is what we call the multiplication effect of your seeding. Anytime you see your seed activates a harvest, somebody shall a harvest, a harvest, shout it, a harvest. a harvest, shout it, a harvest. A harvest. say harvest. a harvest. Yeah, so that's what the Bible says, Give and it shall be given unto you good measure pressed down shaking together and running over shall be given unto your bosom and i said god is the first person that gave he demonstrated it by giving his only begotten son god had only one son he gave that one son now he has so many sons and daughters are we here that when god gave his only begotten son now he has so many sons and daughters including you and i amen so god is the first person that um demonstrated this principle of what giving or sowing and reaping god does i said god does not look at what you give some people feel like oh ask for me what i'm giving is so small so i don't need to give it no it is not about the amount tell your neighbor you're giving it has got nothing to do with the amount you're giving your mouth yeah you give really live from your heart not because somebody gave a hundred thousand so you must also give emotional there are people we call them emotional givers somebody say emotional givers emotional givers emotional givers are the givers they give to impress people not to impress god hello uh,
2: hello are you hearing me yes sir.
0: yeah don't be an emotional giver because you want to impress people because the people you are looking to impress they are not looking are you hearing me? Yes. Yes. Your giving—the focus of your giving—is to impress God, not to impress any man. So you give according to what you have and according to what God has given you, not because you want to come here and let everybody know that now you you give two million. Some years ago, it happened way back home that the church was organizing a harvest. I don't know whether maybe some years ago there's something they used to call harvest. Yeah. Huh? Are they still have it. Good. So the church was organizing a harvest, and in the olden days, what they used to do, they would bring food crops and all those kind of things to the church, and they would sell, and then now they raise funds out of it. All right? Is it done here? Yes. Good. So now there is this guy called. Um, I want to give it a Kenyan name. Let me give it, say, Kamau. Yes. Now, there's this guy called Kamau. Now, when he came to the, the, people, the church members had brought a lot of harvest they are about to sell. Now, Kamau comes late into the church, walks majestically into the church and tells pastor, Pastor, let everybody carry home their foodstuffs. How much money do you want to raise? Pastor said, $2 I will pay. Monday morning, come to my house. Everybody, I'm paying this. Everybody was shocked. Hey, Kamau. Kamau is paying for everybody. So, Sunday morning, so Monday morning, the women's fellowship gathered their things and they began to sing with the pastor walking to Kamau's house to go and do what? Collect two million. So, they were singing, singing, and the people are leading. And by the time they got to Kamau's house, Kamau's house was locked. They knocked. They knocked, they knocked, Kamau eventually woke up. So Kamau was like, ah, pastor, what are you doing here with the whole entire church? He says, oh, you are forgotten, sir. We have come to collect the money. He says, ah, pastor. So you took me serious. <laughs> <laughs> Kamau was doing emotional. He wanted to make an impression so don't give emotionally tell your neighbor don't give emotionally
1: don't give emotionally
0: yes you give according to that which god has given you and your giving is actually rated by how much is left after you have given not how much you have given but how much is left after you have given and i gave an example that if somebody has one thousand and they give Five hundred out of the one thousand, and that is all that they have. And somebody has ten million, and the person give hundred thousand out of the ten million. The one that gave five hundred shillings has given more. Why? Because with the one that gave five hundred shillings all that is remaining for them is only 500. That is all the money that they have between them and poverty. But now, the one that has got 10 million that gave 100,000, they still have more than enough with them. That is why when Jesus was taking offering in church, the Bible says that a widow came and gave two mines, And Jesus said, that widow has given more than anyone else that gave. Why? Because the widow gave everything that she had at the time. She had nothing left, but the rich People that were giving more, Jesus said "Years were little. Why? Because they have still had more in abundance. So your giving is has got nothing to do with what you have given, but it's got everything to do with what is remaining after you have given. And I said, The benefits of your giving is that your giving activates a fruit into your harvest. Now, when you um into your harvest, now when you read Philippians 4:15. I'm um, giving from the New King James, and then we go to the rest. Philippians 4.15. Let me start from here. Everything else I've said, I'm just doing a recap of what I taught um, two weeks ago. Shall we read one go? Philippians, Shall we read one go?
2: Now you Philippians, know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, the no church shared with me concerning giving, receiving you only, Mm -hmm. for even Thessalonica, you send aid once and again for my necessities, not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your
0: account. Now he says, now you people in Macedonia, in Philippians, you... You also gave, since I, made, I departed from Macedonia, no church shared with me concerning giving and receiving but you only. Paul is talking to the church in Philippi, which was in Macedonia. Now he says, for even in Thessalonica, you send aid once and again for my necessity. Apostle Paul left, like say me, I have left, I have leave you and I go to London. And you keep sending me seeds and offerings. Somebody say amen. 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 Good. Now, he says, now he, says, he says, not that I seek a gift, but I seek what? Fruits that abounds to your... In other words, what did they give? They, what they gave was what? A seed. But Apostle Paul said the seed they are giving is a fruit that abounds to their... So anytime you give a seed, it is actually being credited to your account, your spiritual account are you hearing me yes sir yeah so every single seed you give in the house of god activates a fruit into your account some of us at times some of you here right now you may look broke financially unstable but guess what because of the seeds you have given a Is going to come, you shall rise to become a prosperous man or woman, and people may not understand how you broke through financially. Why? Because you are giving so many seeds that were being haunted into your heavenly account. Amen. Are you getting me? so sometimes you don't understand some men rise up into prominence and into prosperity and people don't understand and get it how did they rise all of a sudden the reason is when they were giving in the church people thought they were crazy when they were giving in the church people thought it it didn't Sense, but guess what? In the span of time, God uses that seeds and sacrifices they have made yes. and begins to activate them over their lives, begin to activate them over their lives, and all you see is prosperity, make up blessings, or common favor. Things are happening to them. Someone say why are they prospering all of a sudden? The reason why they are prospering all of a sudden is that they have been giving seeds to their heavenly accounts. And every sacrifice you have made in the kingdom yes. that has not yet yielded, I pray, may those sacrifices begin to yield. I receive. Some of you, you have given sacrifices that you even didn't even know why and how you gave it. But I pray that may those sacrifices begin to may yield. I receive. If you are here, shout, I receive it. I receive. It. So your seed becomes a fruit that abounds to your. Yeah, and then he continues to say, let's continue to read the scripture. He continues to say, Indeed, I have. Shall we read one go?
2: Indeed, I have all and abound. I am full, having received from a person the things sent to me, as it's an aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well pleasing to
0: God. Now hold it here. He says, Indeed, I have all and abound. I am full. Have been received from Epaphrodites the things sent from you. So the people sent sacrifices and seeds to Apostle Paul. And he said here something very profound. He said, the sacrifices and the seeds you send, it is a sweet smelling aroma and an acceptable sacrifice. Well, pleasing to well pleasing to now this is where i have a problem did god come down to receive those gifts and offerings are we here yes sir who received the gifts and the offerings come on come on come on let's speak who received the gifts and the offerings who received the gifts and the offerings Paul. Apostle Paul received the gifts and the offerings, but he says that they were, this gift and the offerings were a sweet smelling aroma, well pleasing and acceptable to God. In other words, when you give in the house of the Lord to a man of God or to the church, inasmuch as it was received by a man, it is, uh, it is reckoned as if it has been received by who? God are we together yes sir are we together yes sir yeah so you're giving in the house of god you have ne- god will never come here and say hey david bring all the tithes and offerings it is not possible are we together yes yeah sir. but guess what when you give in the house of god that giving is accredited to jehovah it is as if god has received it amen amen yes it is a well pleasing sacrifice acceptable to God. And I always pray that your sacrifices and your giving will be acceptable to the Lord. Amen. So let it come from your heart. Tell your name but let your giving come from your heart.
2: Let your giving come from your heart. And
0: I talk to you about the levels of giving, the three levels of giving. The first level of giving is giving to the church. That is the tithes and offerings and your prophetic sees Amen. There are three levels of giving. The first level of giving is giving to the church, your tithes and offerings. The second level of giving is giving to man, the man of God, that is, you can give to a man of God, uh, as written in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 11. First Corinthians 9:11. Shall we read one go? Shall we read one go? Apostle Paul was speaking to the church in Corinth. See, when you read the book of Corinthians, it means it's a book that was written to a certain church in Corinth. And he was saying to them, if I have sown spiritual seeds upon you, there is nothing wrong if I also reap material things or physical things from you. Are we together? Yes. There is absolutely nothing wrong for you to... Give a man of God a physical thing after he has released a spiritual impartation over your life. Amen? Amen. Are we here? Yes. Sir. Are you following something? Yes. Sir. Yes. Tell your neighbor. 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 After the man of God has blessed you spiritually.
2: After the man of God has blessed you spiritually. The Bible says. The Bible says. Bless him
0: physically. Bless him physically. Yes. And the third type of giving is giving to the needy giving to the
1: needy
0: yes giving to the needy and uh, god made us understand when you give to the needy there are so many blessings that you also receive from giving to the needy now let's read the scripture give me from good news yes shall we read one go yeah. share your food with the with the hungry share your food with the, with the hungry. yes uh-huh Open. Hold it there, hold it there, hold it there. I told you the other day, take this scripture, screenshot it. If you're a mother, he has sent it to your your son or your daughter in America. That the Bible says, help your own relatives. Amen? Yes. Somebody sent me this scripture after service. I was like, eh, I've shot myself in the foot. (laughs) Say, share your food with the hungry. And open your homes today. Give clothes to those who have nothing to wear. And do not refuse to help your own relatives. The Bible says that help your own relatives. Give clothes to those who have what? Yes. God never said criticize them and gossip about them. Hey, look at the clothes that sister is wearing. Have you given them something to wear? Amen.
1: Amen. Yes,
0: it is the word of God, God encourages us to what? To feed the homeless and, um, and, and support the poor and those who have got nothing to wear, help them, clothe them, as scripture says. And in your own relatives, some of you, the saddest thing is that when your own mother that carried you in a womb for nine months, calls you for 2K, 2K, you will give your mother a lecture. Somebody say, hey, hey. Be a good Christian. Be a good Christian. Even if you don't have, don't start. Hey mama, do you think the money is on the floors? All those kind of drama. You will not send your money to your mother, your own mother, just two thousand. You cannot send your own mother two thousand. But that that mumu that stays somewhere, you send ten thousand to that guy. The guy calls, hey, where are you? Because he calls you some funny name like baby. You are, you are 35 years old, 40. Some... <laughs> Just because they called your name baby, now you are ready to send 10K. Your own mother, you cannot help them. Somebody say mercy. Mosey. Say Lord help us.
2: Lord help us.
0: So scripture says are well, share your food with her. Uh, that's why as a church we do our best to support the needy all the time amen? amen yes it is it is our culture to support those who are in need and those who are struggling in both within and without next verse what does it say when you do that the bible says, when you share your food with the hungry you support your relatives you then then my favor will shine on you like that Imagine how powerful that is. God says when you share your food with the people that are hungry, he said, then my favor will shine on you like what? The morning sun. And your wounds will be quickly healed. Can I tell you something? The greatest secret to having healing and and deliverance from sicknesses is supporting the poor. Did you get get me? If you want to be healed, From all forms of diseases. Support the. Yeah. Support the poor. I am not saying it. It is the word of God that is saying it. It Says my favor will shine on you. And your wounds will be healed. I will always be with you to save you. And my presence will protect you on every In other words, when you support the needy, God says, your wounds will be healed, your sicknesses will be healed, and his presence will be, what? Will be with you on every side. I cannot, I can never have cancer in my life. Why? Because from the day, that I mean, some time ago that we went to, is it Kenyatta Hospital? The oncology department, and we bought them medical equipment in Kenyatta Hospital. When we bought that medical equipment, that was the declaration I made. I said, God, as we invest and pay money to buy Kenyatta Hospital medical equipment, may sicknesses never come to me and my household. Amen. We bought the cancer department medical equipment. I decreed over my life that as we, when we have given this to this hospital, sicknesses like this shall never come to my household. Are you getting me? Yes. yes. So when you go to the hospital, some of the equipment there, it was from the ministry. Amen? Yes. As you do that, God looks at your sacrifices and God will bless and cover you and protect you. He says, when you call me, I will what? Say, when you pray, I will answer. And when you call, I will respond. That is what happens when you give to the needy. Amen? Yes. So now let's get into, I mean, giving... One of the principles of giving that is um, uh, many people have a misunderstanding about and many people don't really get is the subject on tithing. Somebody say tithing. Yes. Yes. As you give to the poor, there are other types of giving, giving in the house of God that is very, very necessary and pertinent for you to know as um, I try and round up today's sermon. What is the tithe? What is, when we say tithe, what is the tithe? There are so many funny sermons and teachings that are going on on social media telling you you don't need to tithe. Tithe is from the Old Testament. There is nothing like tithe is from the Old Testament. Amen? Now, before we go on to that, go with me to Romans chapter 9, verses 15 to 16. Romans chapter 9, verses 15. Shall we read one? Go. Now, Everything I was preaching, I have said it before. Now we are starting the sermon for today. In the next 30 minutes, I'll be done. So concentrate and let's move with the word. One go.
1: I will have compassion on I
0: have. Now he says the Bible says, For God says to Moses, I will have mercy on whomever I will have mercy. And I will have compassion on whomever I will have compassion. This is a very profound scripture. When Jehovah God himself says, I God, I choose to have mercy on whomever I want to have mercy. And I choose to have compassion on whomever I want to have compassion. Do you know what I, I mean? I was preaching here yesterday during that album launch and I was using this scripture. And I was saying that, that what that simply means is that God choose to keep you alive and keep somebody dead. During COVID, God chose to keep you alive, even though you possibly didn't deserve to be alive. There were people that were holier than you. that when They were more perfect. They served God more than you. But guess what? They died. But somehow, God chose to kept, keep you alive. That is what it means when he says, I, Jehovah, I will have mercy on whomever I want to have mercy. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Mercy means exemption from judgment. God says, I choose to exempt certain people from judgment. They deserve to have been dead. They deserve to have been punished. They deserve to have gone to jail. Evil should have come upon them. But I said, no, they are exempted from all that and he still keeps and showers his blessings upon you regardless of your unfaithfulness regardless of your frailties regardless of your weaknesses he still says i want to show you mercy i want to exempt you from judgment i want to give you something that you do not deserve somebody say thank you jesus and we come to verse 16 and he says so then because god says i god i choose to have mercy on on whomever i want to have mercy scripture says so then it is not of him that wills nor of him that runs but it is god that shows mercy he says it is god's choice is not dependent on human will nor on human efforts some of you in your class many years ago, there were more intelligent students than you. But as, as at now, you have accomplished things more than them. Yes. Are we here? Yes. Some of you used to be last, last, D, D, you used to, but somehow God has still prospered you. The Bible says, so then it is not of him that what? wills not of him that runs but it is god that shows mercy in other words when it comes to succeeding in life it's not about your effort it's not about your skill it's not about your intellect it's not about your connection god just chooses to show people mercy Oh, somebody say oh lord show me mercy when god chooses to show you mercy and grants you things you don't even deserve sometimes you you have to look at them and realize that everything you are how far you have come is just by his grace not by your effort. because if it was a matter of effort and a matter of how holy you are how skillful you are my friend some of us would not even be anywhere but god just chooses to make sure he gives you what you don't even deserve that is why when you read first corinthians 1 Corinthians 4 uh, 4.7, actually, Apostle Paul says something very profound. He says, what do you have that you did not receive? And if you did receive it, why are you acting as if it, you didn't receive it? Can I tell you something? Anything you have, any level you have got into, he just gave you. Somebody say, God gave us. Let's read what is on the screen. One, go. Hold on. One, the day. One day, my father sat me down, and he used this scripture to teach me a lesson. He said, David, who makes you excel and another person not excel? Why do you think you are doing so well, and someone else is not doing so well? He says, who makes you differ from another? Some of you, as we speak now, God has blessed you, you have a job. There is somebody who did better than you in school. They are jobless. Who makes that happen? Some of you, if you look at some other friends you have, they are very handsome. Handsome. (laughs) And some of your friends are very beautiful. More beautiful than you, but you don't have, they don't have what you have. Who makes it happen? God. Who makes you differ from? So sometimes it is so much of an error for you to, just because of what you have, look down on another. It is just by the grace of Jehovah. He chooses to make you have what you have. He chooses to make you excel. He chooses to make you rise. So if God becomes gracious to you and makes sure you prosper, makes sure you do well, don't look down on another man. And somebody can look at somebody and say, who are you? They say, me, do you know me? Who are you? Don't you know I can finish you? Finish who? And sadly enough, especially when they get some small money. Somebody say, small money.
2: Small money.
0: When they get some small money, now they want to pride and make sure they, they, they step on everybody. See, the real people that have money here, they don't talk. The people who are wealthy, they are not loud. But now, these other guys, hey, once they buy some small Toyota, they have have
2: arrived.
0: (laughs) Everybody in their village will know they have arrived. The Bible says, Who makes you differ from who? Another. And what do you have that you did not receive? Give me the scripture. It says, what do you have that you did not want? And if you did receive it, why do you boast as if it was not given to you? Everything you have, everywhere you are, every level you get to know that it is just by grace. And you see, when, if you, how many of you slept last night? Even for two hours? Do you know it is not automatic to sleep and to wake up? It is not automatic. So if you sleep and you wake up, when you wake up, have a little time just to thank God that you woke up from your sleep. Other people sleep and they don't wake up. They get cardiac arrest in their sleep. They don't even wake up. But thank God, every day you sleep, you wake up. And you see, when you come to the place of understanding this scripture, that everything you have, God gave you, and god comes to you and says from now any work you do just give me 10% of your income it is very difficult for many christians to do that and i don't understand are we here do you know that the job you gave god the job you have god can take it away from you so when he says out of the job me jehovah god i have given you there were other people who applied for the same job and they didn't get it I remember when Yvonne was giving her testimony. says, before she applied for that job, over 500 people had applied ahead of her. Imagine 500 people applied ahead of her. But guess what? She applied it and still got it anyway. When this happens, you know it is Jehovah, not man. So when God gives you a job, God blesses you with a business, you do a deal and it goes through. Learn how to honor Jehovah with the 10%. And some of us, we are so, 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 so crafty. You think you, you are smarter than God. Okay, see, the 10% is, say, maybe 10,000. But now you give seven and you write tight. Hey, somebody say, wow. wow. Imagine okay. you are literally outsmarting God. Like you feel like you are so smart.
1: <laughs>
0: Many people give tight, yes, but they are not faithful. Are you understanding me? Yeah. There's a difference between giving... Your tithe is 10,000 and you give 7,000. You have given, but it is not the tithe. You are, you are not faithful. Amen? Yeah. yeah. See, if you, if you try to work mathematics with God... I told you, there are people who will give tithes of 800 shillings and they will call the finance and say, Ah, um... It was supposed to be five hundred. Please, can you send me three hundred shillings back? No, no, no. It happens. And if you, if it happens, you don't feel bad. I'm just using that as an example. At least I've not mentioned anybody's name. Yeah. tight is ten percent of your total income, which includes what salaries, allowance. And any other extra income, such as tips and any other source of funds that come to you, anything that comes to you as an income, God requires 10%. Somebody say 10%. 10%. Shall we say 10%? 10%? Yes, let's go to Malachi chapter 3, verses 6. You see, that scripture that says, I mean, give your tithes, I mean, come, I mean, what does he even say? You shall bring all the tithes into the storehouse of God. That is not a point. That is not the scripture. The main scripture is before. Give me in um 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 is that, now let's read verse 6 one go for I am the Lord I do not
1: change
2: but lay faithful to my That is why you all son of Jacob have not come to
1: the
2: end from the days of my balance you have turned away from my statutes and
0: all places and have not kept them. Uh-huh. Now hold on here. I want you to read from here. Return to me, one go return to me everyone let's read one go return to me and i will return to you says who the lord says who
2: the lord of hosts
0: but you say how shall we return uh, now god is telling the church at a time return to me and i will return to you and god the god asks you, you people are asking how do i return now let's go to the next verse uh-huh Will a man rob God? Now, God is telling them how he wants them to return to him. And he said, will a man rob God? Yet you are? But you say, in what way have we robbed you? In tithes and offerings, you have what? So you have withheld it. So he says, return it to him. You see, you don't just return to God in the acts of your behavior, your conducts, and the things you do as a child of God. You return to him even in your giving, your tithes, and in your offerings. That's what I'm saying. It's not a matter of the tithe. It's about the, the scriptures that comes before it God is actually telling the people the people have disconnected himself and themselves from him and he says how have we disconnected ourselves from you and he says now he starts by saying will a man rob God but you have robbed me and he says in ties of offerings that you have what? withheld amen? ask your neighbor are you a robber? have you been robbing God? Hey. There are some people when you come to church and they sit by you, you have to make sure everything you have, you are keeping it tight. Because if they can rob God, who are you? (laughs) If they can literally rob Jehovah. They are dangerous people. Next verse. imagine god actually saying you are cursed with a curse for you are robbing me because you have you have not honored your tithe now the reason why that i mean the scripture there says you are cursed with a curse the bible says i don't have much time i didn't come here today to actually teach on um titan let me just find some money from my wallet now let's say this 20 pounds here is your tithe. Your tithe, somebody say, My tithe. My tithe. Now, the Bible calls this tithe sanctified to the Lord. All right, it is not supposed to be touched by anybody that is not your priest. Somebody say, My priest that is the one that speaks over your life, the one that shepherds over your life, the one that feeds you spiritually. Your priest is the one that speaks over your life, shepherds over your life, the one that feeds you spiritually. So, when you are in the hospital and you want me to pray for you, and you acknowledge me as your priest and the one that speaks over your life, I have the right to handle your. Come on, your. Your. Yes. If. Somebody, a preacher you have not seen, they have never physically prayed for you. They are not your cover. Uh-huh. Are you sure. getting me? Are you understand what I'm saying? Yes, if the person, if you cannot call the person, I mean, have access to the person to shepherd over you, they cannot be your. Come on, you. They cannot be your. Yes, in other words, they cannot handle your tithe. If you give to them, it is a seed you can sow into anybody. Any preacher, you can sow a seed into anybody you have never met. All right? But that is not your tithe. Your tithe goes to your cover. The one that speaks into your life, speaks over your business, speaks over the job you do, speaks over you when you have an issue, the man you can call to spiritually cover you.
1: Are we together? Yes. Sir. So,
0: and the Bible calls that money a curse money. Why? Because it is not, f- it is for the priest. So, when you take the thing that it belongs to the priest, it's like you are taking something that is actually a curse upon yourself. That is why some people never prosper financially. Why? Because they are always attracting financial cases upon themselves because of taking what belongs to the priest. Hello? Hello? See, these days eh, the fear of God has departed from the church. Do you know in the olden days you dare not take the tithe? But these days some people even steal from the priest. Can I say this? Let me say it. One day somebody came to my office and we were praying and money was there. As we were praying, the person wanted to steal money. My friend, this officer, he has no fear. Me, I am praying in the spirit. Praying for her to be delivered. She won't. Something like, you are—you are, you don't even fear God. You won't steal from a prophet. You are not even stealing from a pastor. You are stealing from what?
2: A prophet.
0: Hey, So like this. I just watched. After she picked, when she was going out of the I called her back, said, Come back. Said the money you stole, put it back. No, I had to make sure she has finished the process. And that'll make her feel bad that I have seen that she stole. So you you are not giving tithes. That the money that the man of God has received, you are also what? And guess what? I say, Papa, it's not me, it's the devil. Because of course it will be the devil. Because all the sins of Christians they always attribute it to who? The devil. It's not me. It cannot be you. Shindue. Anyway, let's go on. So, the tithe is consecrated to your, somebody say, to your priest. To your priest. Yes. So, let's go to the scripture, Malachi. The scripture. Say, so you are cursed with a curse for you, this whole nation. The reason why you take the tithe becomes a curse is because the tithe is not supposed to be taken by you because you, because you are not the priest. Amen? Yes. Uh uh-huh. shall we read one go?
2: Says
1: the
2: Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and go out and bless you and team place my own.
0: Now get me a glass. Give me a glass. Now he says that bring out all the ties into the storehouse of God so that there may be food in my house and test me in this. Says the Lord, if I will know what? I will know what? I will know what? I will not open the windows of heaven and pour out for you what? So great a blessing until there is no room for you to what? Most of us, we have not gotten to the dimension of the pouring of the blessing because we have not been faithful with our tithe. But as you remain faithful, I said a glass. Yes. As you remain faithful, may Jehovah God begin to pour you a blessing. I'll receive. Somebody shall pour a blessing. Pour a blessing. Now, somebody help me. Yes. Now, hold it for me. I'd like to illustrate something here. Now, give me the... Now let's assume this is the blessing. Come here. And God is pouring the blessing. When he says he's pouring a blessing, can you all see? Come back, come back. Can you all see? Yes, sir. When God begins to pour a blessing, it is it simply means God releasing his blessing in an uncontrollable manner. He's not weighing it, he's not sieving it. He's just what? Pouring. He's not holding anything are you getting me when god pours a blessing he does not hold anything back when you are faithful to the lord with your tithes can i be honest with you he will pour his blessing upon you and the blessing comes in the form of good health it comes in the form of long life it comes in the form of preservation it does not only come in the form of money you see, most of us, our mind is always narrowed that the blessing of God is money, my friend. There is more, there, there is more to the blessing of God than physical cash. Are we here? Yes. Sir. Some of you, since January, you have never been to the hospital. You only went to visit somebody. You have funny, funny things. You just take some Parasitamol, you are okay. It is a blessing. Amen. The same sickness that's, it, that somebody got and died you, it has happened to you ten times. You are still alive. It is what? A blessing. The blessing of God is no ma- There are people who have so much money but cannot even spend it. They cannot even eat good food. Why? Because the doctors have told them, don't eat red meat. Don't eat that. Don't eat that. Don't eat that. They just only eat like, I don't want to say anything, but they eat only leaves. Leaves. They become happy like sheep and goats. They cannot eat proper food. But they have all the money in the world. But you, you can eat anything at 2 a.m., 3 a.m., and you are still here. That is a blessing. Tell you anybody, that is a blessing. That is a blessing. Yeah. It's a blessing. So when you honor the Lord with your tithe, he what? Pour a blessing. May God begin to pour a blessing over your life. As you learn to honor him with your tithe. May you not have scanty blessings. May Jehovah pour you a blessing. May he pour you a blessing. May blessings come in an uncontrollable manner. In the name of Of Jesus. Jesus. Thank you. So he will pour you a blessing, number one. That you don't have room to contain. And the next thing is that he says he will rebuke the devourer for your sake. So Titan calls, God to pour out the blessing number two. Titan rebukes the devourer. Now let me tell you, this is what, never forget this thing. Some of the personal things I've learned is that it's one thing getting and another thing preserving what you have gotten. I have known wealthy men who now has nothing why because they got but they didn't have the grace to preserve what they got they are men and women who had houses properties possessions but guess what as we speak they have nothing everything they had d- disappeared just in the span of a few years why they got but they had no power to preserve what they got it is not enough to get You must have grace to preserve what you get and that is one thing that titan does it helps you cover and preserve. there are some of you you make a lot of money but you don't know where your money goes to whether you are saving with some witches in your village or what you don't know the money just disappears do i have a witness yes you make money but all of them disappears yes they are saving the witches in their family is doing their savings and loans with them. So once they get the money, the witches will come and take. Say, Lord, Lord, deliver us. Deliver us. Let me tell you, if you want to prosper before you tithe, my friend, it will never happen. You tithe from the little you get. Tithing is not about the amount, it's about how faithful you are. Even if it is 10 shillings tight, even if it is 500 shillings tight, even if it is 1 million tight, tight. See, most of the time, it's, people don't struggle tightening small amounts, but they struggle tightening big amounts. I was having a meeting with my, one of my guys yesterday, and I was telling him, Guy, so now, do you know if you were to tight properly this 300 million I need, we will not have a problem? See, I Prof, what are you saying? I said, well, I am saying exactly what you heard. <laughs> yeah. I said, I am saying exactly what you heard. You need to learn how to be honest with Jehovah. I tell you, never be honest with Jehovah. Be honest with Jehovah. Yeah. If everybody in this church is to tight faithfully, we can do great things for the Lord. Amen? Amen. There is a man called William Colgate. Somebody say William Colgate.
2: William Colgate.
0: How many of you know Colgate toothpaste? You use Colgate toothpaste? Yes. William Colgate, yes. William Colgate tied from the first day he started his business. He decided to give 10% of what he gets to God, to his maker. And the man started to prosper he began to prosper. And he realized that it was working. So he increased it to 20%. He realized that the more he increased his tithe, the more he began to prosper. He increased it to 20% to 30% until he was tightening 50%. Why? Because he understood. He got a revelation in the principle of tithing. And now Colgate 2 pays that started very far is now everywhere in the world everywhere. Why? Because the man decided to honor God with the tithe. Some years ago when, I was, in, when I, was, I was in the UK, I used to have a driver called Rose. Now, Rose used to pick me up and, uh, for church every Sunday and uh, one day she picks me and her countenance had changed. So I was like, what is the problem? She says, prof, um, um, I lost my job. I'm like, ah, and so, says, is that all you can say? I'm like, yes, you lost your job. And so, should the world come to an end because you've lost your job. You shouldn't worry. I said, what do you mean I shouldn't worry? I said, you are a titer. That's why I'm not worried. You will get a job very soon. If you lost your job and you are a faithful tighter, Jehovah God will give you another one. Amen. So you don't have to be bothered. Guess what? Within the follow- By the following week, she got a job that was paying her three times what she used to have. Amen. Why? Because... I strongly believe, I don't even need to pray, if you are tighter and you lose your job, God will find a way to give you another. And if, you are, if he takes the job you have from you, get ready, something bigger and better is coming your way. That's what I believe in. Why? Because it says when you honor the Lord with your tithe, he will what, Rebuke the devourer. The one that comes to devour what you have. Jehovah God says he will rebuke the devourer. May every devourer be rebuked for your
1: sake. Amen.
0: Devourers come to devour and take from you what you gather. Amen? Amen. Yes. May Jehovah God rebuke that devourer for your sake. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Say Lord, Lord, help me to become a good tighter.
2: Help me to become a good tither. Help me to become a faithful tither. Help me to become a faithful tither.
0: You can gather goods full this basket full. But by the time you take it to your house, guess what? Everything would have gone to zero. Why? Because the devourer has made holes in your basket. Are you getting me? Yes. You cannot keep and maintain money because the devourer is all constantly devo- It's like, you see, you are working, it's like fetching water with a basket. Every time you are working hard, but there is no money in your hands. I pray that God will bring you to the place of total deliverance. 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 Yes. Tides open the heavens unto you. Times rebuke the devourer for your sake. Number three, it is a demonstration of your connection with God. I don't think I've got 10 points to give you the benefits of tithing, but I'll do that possibly next week. Let's be upstanding. Have you been blessed by the word? Have you learned something? Yes, sir. I said, Have you learned something? Yes, sir. Let's be upstanding. Let's be upstanding. Let's be upstanding. I want you to talk to God and talk to the Lord and tell the Lord. Now, Lord, help me to walk in you and be a faithful titer. Let it be that you cause me to be a faithful titer. Let every seed that comes to me help me to distinguish between my seed and my bread. Come on, begin and talk to God. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Talk to
1: the Lord. Lift up your voice and talk to God. Libra son teteli ya bakosa Rababa shala la brandata. Ligadu shabahani bi azua ata Rababali ya kadu Azota azota. Libra azon teteli ya bakosa ta, la brandata bakosa Shani de Rantelia autonomy abantata. Rapa la bakonshata. Selalelelelelelelelele Gazuwa la bratata. Raka azona na brasha ta. azoni Ike In name Jesus I want you to pray
0: take your second prayer that may God preserve what you have many of you you make a lot but it is not preserved I always tell people I will never force anybody to die it no. I cannot force you is your, in fact if you don't die it you can still go to heaven Don't ever believe that when tithe is a sin that will make you not go to heaven. No. Tithe is a principle to help you get sustained here on the earth. Amen? Yes. It is for your own good. You want to pray that may that which you get be preserved. May the devourer not invade your finances. Not invade your business. Some of you used to have a lot of money. But you didn't know how to honor God. So the enemy comes and divorce what you have, but from today, you are telling the Lord, Father, help me to be
1: faithful to you. Beginning today, come on, lift up your voice and may He preserve what you have, may He preserve what you have. Shanalla, 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 Shalala la la gadu atali ya ta Rafaali ya pali ya sonana la bata Rafaali shalala ganta Shalala ganta atali ya ta Show you Maria Alfonso in And so, Father, we thank you. We ask so
0: God calls us to walk in your ways, cause us to be men and women that are walking in the principle of tithing. Let us be faithful to you with our tithe. Let us be faithful unto you with our offerings. We ask oh God in the name of Jesus anything that hinders our hearts Father we pray may you remove it from our lives and cause us oh God from today that we shall be faithful that our finances shall be preserved. Our ministries, our jobs, everything that concerns us shall be protected in the mighty name of Jesus we pray and everyone said amen. I said, and everyone shouted, Amen. Amen. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord.